Welcome in, Jonathan Hood with you here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. I am excited about uh, being uh, at courtside for the ninth season of UIC Flames basketball, and Luke Yaklich is the new head coach for the UIC Flames men's basketball team. Looking forward to the season as it's right around the corner, and Coach Yaklich joins me here on ESPN 1000. Coach Jonathan Hood, thanks so much for coming on. Jonathan, it's uh, always great to be uh, to be on with you, and uh, really excited to talk some basketball, and uh, excited about the upcoming season. And it's been a it's been a process, like it has been for uh, for every program and every coach, but and every team. And I'm just uh, really excited for our players, uh, most importantly, to kind of have the uh, their vision in front of them. You know, I talked to you when you first uh, was able to take over the job, take over the reins at UIC, and. I could feel the excitement that you have being back, you know, in the Chicago land area and being able to coach the UIC Flames. Now that we're here with the season around, right around the corner, what's going through your mind knowing that we're here? Well, uh, a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> as a uh, as a as a first year um, head coach, but you know, I, trying to make sure that you're um, you know as prepared as possible. But uh, it's always the the thing I think I've I've taken away from the from. The, the, the great head coaches that I've been able to, to work um, under and learn from is that it, it's, it's better to be, you know, try to be really, really good at three or four things than try to tackle 15 things and be just average at everything. Um, so we're re- really just working on, uh, again, establishing our culture, what our practice culture, um, you know, really feels like and looks like on a day-to-day basis with our players. And they've been amazing. Um, so far, really hunger, hungry and eager guys uh, ready to learn. And, and they obviously are very motivated about, um, you know, about what lies in front of them. Yeah, you, you've got your guys uh, trying to get 1% better every day chopping wood. Do That's we, it, Jay do, Hood. Do we expect the Flames to come out in lumberjack outfits for the, the opening <laughs> night? What, what do you got going on over there? Well, if uh, yeah, we may, be, uh, we may be swinging some axes every now and then. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, we've got it. We've got a couple things up on the wall, uh, Jonathan. That, uh, that for our reward for our guys that are, are chopping wood in all of our areas of um, of our program in the classroom, uh, in the weight room, uh, on the court, in the community. Um, just got a lot of lot of lot of guys that are, are, are doing really good stuff, and just uh, excited for them. But we, they've uh, they've embraced uh, that part of the culture and. You know, it's when when they're talking your language. That's when you know, you know, some things are taking hold. And that's the the great thing about our uh, both our seniors and then all of the guys that we've brought in, um, and then the guys that were here, the underclassmen that were in the program. If they've embraced things um, in, in a lot of different aspects, which makes it fun each and every day uh, to come into practice. So, I, I, for all of us, this is just a very weird time handling the pandemic. Yeah. What have you and your staff been able to do as far as adjustments throughout all this? Because this is different for every individual, every person listening, especially when you're trying to run a basketball program. Yeah, it's just uh, the the adage, uh, Jonathan, that like you got to take one day at a time has never been more um, more apparent and more right, uh, kind of in your face every day. It's like well, we're going to take one day at a time, and it's just this cliche. But in this, it is because there's so many things, you know, from the health and safety standpoint, which is always uh, the number one concern, is just making sure that, that box is checked every day, and then going on from there to make sure that um, you know you're you're not going too far um, ahead with anything 
um, because it, it, Coach Beeline used to say, when, when we take the pieces out of the box and trying to put the puzzle, we don't need to, we, we don't want to put them back in the box. Um, so it, it's just kind of this this day by day kind of routine with with our guys to make sure that it's we're, we're being very intentional about what's going in, what we're trying to teach them, um, and then making sure that their understanding of that throughout the whole process and, and it's not overwhelming because it's it's such a different environment Jonathan for them um, you know the just the normal college life is is completely changed um, especially just from the classroom perspective uh, taking a, a lot of their classes on zoom and then you know being in front of that computer all day and having different um, a different set of organizational tools that you have to kind of pull out of the uh, the toolbox so to speak as a as a student uh is totally different and it's part um for us as coaches having to adjust to that as well and then our academic staff um and our support staff does a great job of uh, of really kind of moving our guys along through throughout this process and and, and supporting them there so it's there's just so many different dynamics to the day uh for the student athlete right now to to navigate from you know, a, a, a you know a saliva test, and then you're going to a Zoom, and then an online tutor, and then we've got practice, and there's just lots of moving parts. So we're doing our our very best job to try to make sure that we provide the most stable environment possible for our players to really um, excel in and grow in. Coach, uh, when you're an assistant coach and you are just trying to help cultivate uh, a program, trying to move it forward. You were doing that in your last stop at Texas. But in the back of your mind, you got to think, you know, at some point when I get an opportunity to be a head coach, there's certain things I would do. So I will ask you this. Is there something that you learned about yourself at Texas that gets you ready for this job here? Uh, yeah, I think the just just being, I mean, having an opportunity to learn from, from, uh, from Coach Smart was, uh, it was just that there's, there's so many things that uh, I guess the main thing, Jonathan, to, to, to start to lead into your question is that to be yourself. Mm-hmm. And the, the biggest thing that I, I learned was that there's such a, uh, a stark difference um, just in philosophy of how to run a program on a day-to-day basis, how to play from Coach Smart to Coach Beeline. And both of them are very successful, but they both believe in what they're doing um, and they can teach it. And I think that's the number one thing I learned about myself is I, I know, you know, you're going to have bit days that you, you learn as a coach, like, oh, I don't really like that. I thought it would. And you kind of tweak and, and, and change as needed. Uh, but that, that's the, the biggest thing. Cause I, it was a big difference between Michigan and Texas. Um, but the common thing was that both coach Smart and coach Beeline absolutely knew exactly who they were and, uh, and what they believed in on, on both sides of the ball. And then, you, you taught that every day, and that's for me being very confident in who you are and being able to teach that um, each and every day to our guys is, is my biggest takeaway. Just a sidebar, real quick, regarding Beeline. Did not yeah. work out with Cleveland. It's it's such a different um, culture in the NBA. Where, tell me if I got this right. Let's talk about this. I, I think that when you are in college, and I've seen this for years, there's a system that you have in place that you want the players to execute. And you're yeah. saying, okay, well, this is this is the best course of action for us to be able to achieve our goal to be able to win or increase our chances to win. I've seen NBA practices where I've seen coaches, usually assistant coaches, saying, okay, well, this is what I this is where I want to go. Tell me the best way that we can achieve our goal. 
where they put it in the hands of the players yeah. to say where you want to. It, I, I don't know if Coach had the opportunity to do that as often or if he had a hard time adjusting to that, but uh, I'm wondering, do you feel that Coach will be back into the college game because – I mean, that guy is a, a great college coach. Yeah. Just, I just think that dichotomy of saying, hey, listen, tell me what you want to do. Uh, this is what I want to achieve. You just tell me how to get there. I don't know if he was able to do that as much as he wanted to in Cleveland. Yeah, there's probably certain elements of all that that, that are true, uh, Jonathan. And I, I think for Coach, uh, you know, he, he's, he's coaching at, or he's teaching a class at Michigan now um, in leadership. And I, I think he's probably going to be doing some work um, – you know, on on TV um, within the Big Ten, and so I, I don't know. Um, you know, down the road, I know the one thing that he he loves he lo- he loves teaching and, and he loves coaching. Um, but I, I know one thing also that he's really, you know, he, he's he's proud of what um, you know what he's accomplished um, in his career, obviously, and the legacy that he's left. Um, you know, to his assistant coaches, players, and then the programs that he's been in charge of. So um, I. Can't can't say for sure, but I, I know that uh, he, he'll never stop teaching, and that's why it didn't take him long to get in that uh, that leadership class uh, teaching at, at at Michigan. All right, let's dig into your roster. I'm excited about the roster. I have a yes. tentative roster. You can give me the real one later, but I have a, ten- a tentative roster in front yep. of me here on what you want to do. So I'm excited. So let's talk about uh, some of the players that you'll be coaching for the first time, especially yeah. Coach McCain's uh, Coach McLean's players. So yep. so there's. There's big Rob Howard who was out last year and he's he provides size uh, at six seven six eight. There's D- uh, Michael Diggins who I'm a big fan of at six eight four. He's going to be a senior this year. Tell us, let's start with with Diggins. What do you see in his game and practices so far? Well, I think uh, you know Mike is so coachable, Jonathan, um, and uh, all of our guys are just they're hungry every day. It's it's really fun um, to enter the gym because they, they're they're sponges and the. And Diggs is one of those where you know, he really wants to grow. And the thing I think with all of our our returners is the the versatility, and that's um, try to really want to impress upon our our guys this summer in July, in August, and then obviously when practice started here with fall workouts, etc. Just being kind of increasing their skill set. So you know, a kid like Michael and Rob in particular, the first two that, that we've discussed here, mm-hmm. they're both athletic. Um, they're long, um, and the key thing is I want for us one Michael uh, Diggins be able to play in a ball screen a little bit um, this year. Increasing his, um, you know, his shooting arc um, has been a big thing um, in our fall workouts, and just kind of taking little bits of each of their game because they're all athletic and long, um, and they play hard. And now we're just trying to make sure that um, we give them enough enough pieces to kind of just keep expanding their game. Um, throughout the year and and michael is is incredibly athletic and he's really really um driven uh to have a strong senior year as is rob and uh jacob and jamie they're just all they're all in really good place right now and i we're just trying again to be as versatile as possible because we are able to play guys across a couple different positions so increasing that skill set jonathan uh, within each of our players has been a, a big fo- focus and point of emphasis. Did you see? Did you see Kevin McHale on your roster? You got a McHale on your roster, Braylon Bridges. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that guy. When I first, when he first came to the program, I said, "Boy, yep. this guy's up and under like you know Jack yep. Sigma or like uh, McHale." I said, "You know, how does he work in today's game?" And I'm thinking, well, look, if you're going inside, if you're going outside in, 
from from the high post to the low post, that guy has yep. all these different moves to twist and turn the defense to be able to get that high percentage shot at the rim. I said, you know, that's that's pretty good. That's a skill set you don't see every day. Yeah, Braylon has got um, incredibly good feet and hands. Um, and again, he's a legit six ten, and um, he just really his his body's in good shape right now, Jonathan. And he's just been really working hard at um, being consistent um, in all of his habits um, on the court and. Uh, conditioning has been one of those. So he just, like uh, like all of our our guys, is they've embraced the the, the part of the, the skill development piece to him. And Braylon again on the block has been you know been really really effective so far in practice. And again, it's a lot because of his the ability to carve out space. And then when he gets it, um, he doesn't play in a hurry. Um, and he's very patient in the post. And and he's got really good feet um, and hands. And both of those two combined. You know he's got just a really good touch um, as a result of that around around the basket. So he he's been great. Uh, he really has embraced um, in coaching and trying to take his game um, to another level. Tell us about some of the. I know Flames fans are excited about some of the new yeah. names like Kirk and others. Tell us about some of the new players that we're going to be seeing this upcoming season. Yeah, with, uh, Tavion and um, you know is and and Maurice kind of will play a lot of guard uh, minutes for us this year. And they've, you know, really good leaders. Um, that's that's the biggest thing. You can tell that they have been um, involved and uh, been a part of college basketball before. And they've come in. Uh, and Maurice, in, in particular, we've really asked him to grow his his voice um, in practices and with our team. And he's just a really steady, um, under control point guard um, that again now is getting comfortable using his voice more and has, has really developed and continues to develop his shooting form um, in practices. And Tavion, again, 6'4", and he's again, a kid from Joliet um, that he's really – he's driven. Um, he's probably right now the guy that's in the gym uh, more than anybody um, on our team uh, from the time that we've got here till to the point we're talking right now. So, he, he, again, very driven uh, to be good. And you know, then we kind of move out to uh, – you know, Jalen Johnson um, was a junior college player, um, a left-handed kid that um, it really provides a lot of toughness um, and, and it just a, a workmanlike mentality on a day-to-day basis and really steady um, on both ends of the floor. And and then, you know, with Ray, Ray Quandis, uh he's been, he's been very consistent um, also in the gym. He's a hard worker. Um, we knew that when we started recruiting him and, it was what was most exciting about, um, you know, recruiting Ray. We knew how much he loved basketball. So, you know, he and he and Tavian are in in there all the time, working hard um, on their game. And you know, he's about six five, and um, he has a good shooting stroke. And teaching him again, just to, uh, all of our guys to be more versatile, being being able to play in a ball screen and read, reading the floor. And then obviously defensively, um, we have a chance to, you know be a good team with our length and athleticism as long as we stay disciplined and you know, with that uh zion griffin coming from iowa state lefty you know six six um really really athletic jonathan um you know he's 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 a high flyer and, and has embraced the leadership role as well um and really exercised his voice um within our team whether we were meeting on zoom huddles or uh in actual you know, socially distanced huddles in practice. Uh, Zion's Zion's voice um, has has grown, um, and he's really a, a willing leader um, 
you know, on and off the court for us. So those are, you know, our, our new guys and, and uh, Dion Edgem um, has really worked himself into shape um, is, as, as, a, uh, as one of our forwards. Uh, Brian Taylor spends a lot of time in the gym as well. Uh, he's, he's probably our, our biggest sponge. Uh, he, he just loves learning um, and is, is so accepting of the new stuff that we're, uh, we're implementing and trying to help him grow every day. So those, those two guys have been, been outstanding, um, you know, as, as far as, um, you know, returning and uh, the returning underclassmen. And then, you know, with Jamie coming back to our, 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 our seniors, Jonathan, Jamie Hale and Jacob Wiley have been working incredibly hard as well. Uh, Jamie is a really good shooter. Um, and he's, again, we're trying to keep giving him confidence, you know, as, as a, as a coach, you got to give shooters confidence to miss. And, uh, you know, every, every, um, every shot for Jamie that isn't, uh, isn't life and death. And that's where we've got, got with him. And, uh, he's, he's shooting the ball right now and, and being pretty comfortable. And Jacob Wiley's really embraced the, the skill development part. Um, you know, he had some habits we needed, uh, just to, to correct and, he, um, and to be able to be more efficient with the athleticism he has. And he's embraced that as well. And he's, he's poised again to, to have a really good um, senior year. These, these guys are, are driven um, to be successful. And then you know, we've got a freshman and uh, Demetrius Callup uh, from, from Los Angeles that uh, is you know, six, three athletic left-handed guard that I think uh, is going to learn a lot from Tavion and Maurice over the next couple of years. And uh, will be a player that you know, flames, Flames fans can can look forward to uh, you know watching grow in the program and be a, be a really good guard in our league. Um, when you are the most satisfied offensively, what does it look like? Your core philosophy offensively? Yeah, for us, Jonathan, it's, it's we've we've emphasized just again it's 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 playing with pace, um, and you know we're not it's it's a we we our our philosophy, Jonathan, is the go to man is the open man, and our our players have really embraced that part of it, um, moving the ball, um, sharing it. And, you know, the one thing that uh, I definitely learned from Coach Beeline is that, that, that do everything you can and teach the fundamentals of footwork so that you're not turning the ball over with your feet. Um, so that's been a, a huge emphasis, us taking care of the basketball, Jonathan. And, and again, we're going to be running a four-out, one-in system, and it requires a lot of guys that, that – to utilize and increase their skill sets. And when the ball is moving and we're taking, again, the shots uh, within our offense that, you know, our guys have, have made at 50% clip or more in practice, you know, those are, are good shots for us and we live with it um, each and every night. And obviously with guys like Braylon and some versatility of different players moving inside and out, um, it's being able to, to utilize uh, each person's skill set um, accordingly uh, within that four out offense that I think has been a really pleasant surprise right now. We, we got a, a group that, um, that is unselfish. So I think the, that that would be the number one thing for me is, is being fundamentally sound with our feet and then, and taking care of, uh, and taking care of the ball is, is when it's going to be most uh, efficient for us. And again, we're, we're an unselfish team right now in practice. Uh, we, we don't mind giving that thing up. Coach, um, it will be interesting uh, looking at the schedule that came out the other day yeah. for the Horizon League, and that's easy for the scout coach. I mean, you you just yeah. going to be playing a lot of back to back games. There's no mystery. No doubt. <laughs> so, yeah, it is a. Uh, how odd is that it, for you? It, it's it's different for sure. Um, 
because it, it's kind of in a in an essence, you know, as as a high school coach, Jonathan, you know, at, at Joliet or at Sterling or South Peru, it, it was you know you usually sometimes you played a Tuesday night game. Mm-hmm. You tried to stay away from those um, as much as possible because of school. Um, so you you played Friday and Saturday, and uh, you would gear up for your conference game on Friday night, which was the most important. And then you'd put in little things along the way to get your team ready for Saturday um, and whatever that opponent did. And that's kind of like even we're playing the same team, but I, I've been in that kind of mode before of like, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, is you're, you're prepping. Um, and one of those days, you know, we'll, we'll, would be an off day, um, likely with our schedule. But then on Friday or Saturday, whenever we play that game, you're ready to to lock into that opponent. And then it's just uh, the fun thing about it, Jonathan, I think for all the coaches and players, is just the being able to, you know, make subtle adjustments from one game to, to the next uh, in a win or a loss. Um, and then kind of similar to, you know, way a team would do in, in, in a, in a playoff series or something. So I, I think there's some really unique things that uh, our, our players will embrace and staff will embrace that'll make it fun um, to kind of be able to, to do those adjustments uh, game in and game out, uh, but again, having three to four days to prepare for one team um, is going to be uh, an advantage. And you know, that's uh, you have to make it an advantage um, through your through your preparation. So staff and players excited about that, and obviously, most importantly, it's it's what we've deemed uh, in our conference and our league office has done an amazing job, with, along with the administrators throughout the league of of just putting together the best possible situation for safety. Um, protocols uh, to be met and our, our players uh, throughout the league to be in the safest environment possible throughout the whole season and at the same time be able to to say you played a conference uh, season and determine a conference champion and lead into uh, what we hope is a, a great March experience um, in our tournament and then in the big tournament. Any any word that you've heard about the Horizon League coming into this? You got some some quality studs for a number of these teams. It's, there's no easy out uh, no. in this Horizon League. I've noticed over the years. No, it's it's a it's a from when you look at it, Jonathan, and study it the years going back and what teams do. You know, Wright State, Northern Kentucky have been really good lately. Obviously, it's um, you know they you got to have good guard play and. Um, you know, if you look at um, a lot of the size at the you know inside position, there's there's just versatility. Um, and in in this league, it's you know from six seven to six nine at the at the post position, you can get a lot done um, in this league because there's again four guards that are um, pretty versatile um, outside. Um, so I think that depth and versatility is is a key thing that. Um, you have to you have to recruit to and you have to develop on a day-to-day basis within your team in order to make sure you're competing and obviously with back-to-back games Jonathan that there's a little bit of you know an element of of you know the wear and tear on that weekend um, mm-hmm. being able to have your entire team ready um, and it'll test your depth a little bit on certain days uh, particularly with teams that may have an injury where maybe a, a one of the top six or seven has to sit out a game. Um, and now you're playing back to back my down down a player that certainly is going to again bring a whole other thing um, into play in, in terms of the preparation and and conditioning and then your depth. 
Coach, lastly, and I appreciate your time. I just want to absolutely. I just want to know your uh, message to Flames fans. This is going to be so different. You know, again, Flames fans get, especially for the uh, early games, they get into yeah. it and they come to the stadium, and that's going to be a little different. So, what's your message to Flames fans here? Well, I mean, deter- determining you know how we uh, how everything plays out with um, you know fans and how that looks this year and what we're able to do. Um, you know, the, the best thing that we're going to do is, uh, you know, we're going to play hard each and every night. And the message would be if that, if the gym's not open to please tune in to whatever, uh, um, you know, the, the rate, your radio call each and every night, Jonathan, uh, to make sure that, uh, you're following and supporting us there. And with our social media, a media account, we're going to do everything possible, um, you know, to give as much access, um, to the fans as possible so they can connect with our team a little bit. But I think we're going to, we're going to be a team that's, that, that plays hard every night based upon our practices so far, Jonathan, uh, we have a competitive group and, um, how well we stay together and embrace, uh, the team aspect over the course of the year, like every program, um, is going to provide, um, you know, the, the difference be- between things. But, um, man, the message of Flame fans is be excited about this group in whatever, uh, message or in whatever way that you can, um, given this environment, uh, because we do have a, a group of really good, really good kids that uh, have embraced um, the student athlete aspect of this uh, since we've uh, got here um, and put our staff together in, at the uh, at UIC. UIC begins its uh, Horizon League season on December nineteenth at home against Oakland. Coach, uh, as always, I, I appreciate. Look forward to working with you. And and um, this is going to be an interesting season, that's for sure. Uh, I look forward to seeing it. Interesting is a, is a great word, and I, I'm just <laughs> hoping that everybody can stay uh, throughout the league is healthy um, and safe, and that that's the key thing um, here going forward. And I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing you courtside, uh, Jonathan. I appreciate all your support and uh, the opportunity to talk with you today uh, about our program and to all the uh, Flames fans and alumni. Uh, throughout Chicago and uh, Indiana and the state um, in general. Um, appreciate your support in every way uh, that we can this year and look forward to to meeting everybody when that time uh, can happen. Luke Yakledge, the head coach for the UIC Flames, with us. With me, Jonathan Hood, right here on ESPN Chicago.